Delta Green, the role-playing game is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doom Vision are playing Impossible Landscapes, a campaign of scenarios set in the world of Delta Green. Impossible Landscapes was written by Dennis Detweiler and published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information will be listed in this episode's description. Previously on Doom Vision. Veronica heads back to Abigail's apartment and runs into Roger, another tenant of the McAllister building. He invites her up for a drink and she follows him up to what she thinks is the roof but ends up in a smoking lounge. She's thrust back in time as the lounge appears to have come out of the 1920s. While in the smoking lounge, she meets Mark Rourke, whom apparently knows her, or at least her sister Claudia. She discovers he lives on the seventh floor of Hotel Bredalbin and gets invited to see it. He walks through a door which Veronica passes through moments later and ends up in a hallway alone. She notices old photographs on the wall that draw her attention. One of the photographs is of a picture of a group of men, including Asa Darabondi, all holding a bottle. As she works her way down the hallway, she comes to the last photograph that's of a lone bottle with Marcus Landry's name on it. She turns it over and on the back is inscribed, It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. After journaling all this in her notebook, she hears the sounds of footsteps and continues making her way down the hall. She calls out and in return hears Vanessa's voice. She comes to a cross-section and sees Vanessa, with a figure in between them. The figure raises a shotgun at Vanessa and she yells to Veronica to get down. A shootout ensues that ends in Vanessa shooting the figure in the face, killing it. Find out what happens next on this episode. Kevin, I'll be your handler uh, today. How's it going? I always do a little temperature check at the very beginning of these episodes because everybody's always freaking out after the last time we meet or met. We have to consult the octopus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the listeners at home who aren't, uh, who can't see, Jess has, uh, Jess, Jetski has one of those invertible octopuses and, and it's just a mood one. So she's, every time she's upset, it's 
angry, and every time she's happy, it's happy. I'll have to get one. I have a rainbow fox downstairs. I should have brought it up for you. <laughs> no, she's happy. Um, Fine-ish. <laughs> ish. Like, I'm, re- I'm relieved because I now have Claudia with me. I'm not trapped in this place by myself. Um, so I, I think she's feeling pretty relieved, but also kind of anxious to see who's underneath the mask of this person that I just killed. Executed. <laughs> hey, he came at us, so. He... That's true. That's two people you've killed. Yep. This one was bald deserved, Her... though. He tried to kill me. Her kill count is two more than anybody else. She's going for the hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to have a third one, I guarantee it, because she's just... Shooting people left and right. You shot that door. There could have been a guy. Remember that? Remember when you shot that door in 10B? Mm. And yep. There could have been a guy looking through the keyhole like, hey, who's breaking into my apartment? Pow. If only Michelle had been on the other side of that. No kidding. <laughs> Michelle is a lovely woman. Okay. <laughs> All right. Troy, how are you feeling? I, I'm knocked out for a full episode. I'm, I'm curious as to uh, what's going on with Marcus. Yeah, I was wondering where he was last time. Yeah, what the fuck? That guy. What a, what a lo- loner. We didn't hear a, a peep out of him. Which is like, holy shit, because he never stops peeping. You know, last last we knew, he put on a mask and uh, was in a trench coat with oh, two yeah. shotguns. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> it was a gimp mask. And funny how somebody with a gas mask and a trench coat and two shotguns showed up and is now dead. Is now dead. What are the odds? All right. Jetski. She really wants to you know. You reach over and you grab the mask and you rip it off. The person's head kind of slumps forward as you rip it off and then hits the... And then you see blood just pooling out of the mask that you just ripped off. Clearly they're dead. And you see... Marcus, the handler, but he looks older, has a gray beard and a grayish hair, older, And you shot him in the face, so he's just got this big bullet hole right in his face. And then you just see blood just... As his vitality just leaks out of his body. And it begins to pool in that hallway. Holy shit. Okay. So, out of character, I'm very relieved that it's not our Marcus. Um, Bet you didn't see that one coming, did you? No, no. um, I don't have any real attachment to him. I think I'm more shocked and taken aback, especially if he's aged. Like, how, how did that happen? I just saw him yesterday. Um... But I've confirmed dead, no longer a threat. So I'm just going to straighten myself, drop the mask, 
and turn to Claudia. It's really good to see you. I totally, totally feel the same right about now. How did you get here? So it was really, really bizarre. Did you talk to a Roger? It feels like a century ago at this point, but yeah, I talked to Roger. So he took me up to, and she uses air quotes, the smoke lounge, which was through the roof access. We climbed up this ladder and there was a 1920s club up there. Okay, that that doesn't make any sense, but I'm not. Can you take us back to the door that you came through? I want to see if it's still there, because every door that I've come through in this place disappears behind me. So can, can we backtrack yeah. and you take me there? Yeah, it's straight down that hallway that I that I came up when I yelled for you or for anyone. And there were these paintings or these portraits on the wall. And one of them had like R. Marcus's name on it. It was really bizarre. Show me. Yeah, let's let's go. Okay. And you want to make your way back to the portraits? I need who's ever leading to make a sanity. That's me. Six percent. You passed? Yeah, I passed. You make your way back. You're walking, you're like, let me show you these portraits, these photographs. You take one point of sanity or willpower, whichever you choose. Loss. And you go back and you can't find the portraits anymore. I'm going to be like, I, they were right here. They were, they were, they were right here. I even, I even wrote about them and she's going to pull out her notebook and show Ness like, how she she was you know writing down all the information that was in the pictures all the names that were inscribed underneath them what was in them oh i believe you every it seems like everything in this place changes as soon as you turn your back on it is the door even there no fuck and and like claudia veronica's going to like throw her arms up in defeat but she forgets that she has a shotgun and she's gonna be like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) so I've been running around in this maze for I don't know how long and again every time I go through a door it disappears everything that I see as soon as I turn my back on it it's gone I yeah I was at the library and I I was doing a lot of research but I knew that you were here so I came back and I was going to go back into Abigail's apartment, but Roger was acting really weird. Like he was happy and giddy about something. And then he, he invited me up for a drink, and I was like, where up there are we possibly going to get a drink? And he took me to the smoke lounge. And there's this guy there named Mark Rourke, who says said that he lived in the Hotel Bredalbin, which, and she's gonna flip to the page that she wrote down all the stuff about she's like, this place apparently doesn't exist anymore nobody knows a thing about it 
but he claims that he lives on the seventh floor. He went out the same door that I did, and then he was just gone. Just disappeared. And then there were those... The portraits were on the wall? Uh, I don't even know how to deal with this place. I don't either. I feel like a rat in a maze, just trying to find doors and exits, and... Let's... Let's go back to where we were when we ran into Marcus and keep searching down that hall, see if we can get out of here. I guess that's the only thing we can do. All right, leader, make us sanity. I'll be leading this time because I've been the one circling through these freaking hallways. Twenty-five. You take one point of sanity or willpower damage. Whichever you choose. Okay. Okay. And you go to make your way back. And the crossway that you were at is gone. Instead, you come back and there's a door right in front of you. Shall we knock? Nope. We're just going. Going through the door. Okay. You open the door. And... It opens on a... A operating theater you know what those look like with it has the seats and so everybody can watch as an operation is performed and it has the the hospital room inside behind glass um i think they're called operating theaters okay okay i kind of under yeah i've seen those on tv a lot you see one as you open the door and there's big bright lights in there and you see table with a figure under a sheet in the middle. Are there any doctors in there? Other people in there? Just Nope. That's it? Yeah, that's it. To be clear, that was the only way forward was that one door. Correct. <laughs> okay. I feel like we have to go look. We don't have anywhere else to go. No other doors or windows in this room, I'm assuming? Um, nope. And Claudia's gonna let out a long sigh. And she's gonna make her way in to try to get close to that figure under the sheet. Okay. Um, you have to go through, like, another, like, door to get into the... The the, actual room. The actual, like, hospital, like, room. And... Pretty bright lights in there, shining down. And then you see the chest just rising up and down. You see the sheet right near the mouth. Just I'm going to hand the shotgun to Ness as I do this. And 
then when you guys open the door, you guys see this. And then the the breathing catches. And then you hear Hello, hello. Is someone there? Please, please, you gotta help me. Stay there for right now. Who is it? Who who is it? Just stay there. Don't move. I'm going to approach you, but you have to promise me that you are not going to move. I I won't, I promise. Okay. I'm going to go pull the sheet off. Okay, you pull the sheet off. Yeah. See a man, he's in his 30s. Fairly youngish, you know, in his 30s. And he's like, who are you? Are you here? Can you identify yourselves? You see him, he's tied down. Strapped down. I'm, I'm Claudia. Um, I need to ask you first. What year is it? What year? Yes. What what year is it? Yes. Two thousand fifteen. And I'm listen. My name is Vega. Agent Vega. Agent, an agent with Delta Green. Delta Green. Delta Green. Are you guys with Delta Green? I'm gonna look at Ness like, holy shit. Listen, listen, listen to me, listen to me. My name is Michael Whitwer. I'm a D agent from. And then all of a sudden, you hear chains just. And the floor opens up and he just drops. His was the name on the ticket. Yep. Yep, sure was. My name's Michael Whitwer. I'm a D agent from. And as he's dropping, I'm going to be trying to reach for him. You reach for him, you fall to your knees, and then you look down in the hole. He's pulled down so quickly, just like a free fall almost. And then you look down, and then looking back up at you, you see a pale face with empty eye sockets just peering up in the darkness. I'm going to reach back for Ness as if I'm asking for the gun. Need you to make a sanity. Fail. Take one point of sanity damage. From the unnatural. So this, like, face with empty eye sockets no eyes looking back up at you just this pale face that's all you can make out and then clink, 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 clink. the doors just slam shut just together and he's gone so I'm I still have my arm extended back and I'm gonna be breathing heavily because I don't know what the hell that was but once the door is shut I'm gonna scoot back suddenly away from where where the doors are. Okay. So I think that at 
when she went in, I probably stood in the doorway between the rooms just so that I could keep an eye on the door behind us. Um, so I'm going to move over to her. Are, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. That man. His name. Don't you remember that name? I do. 20, 2015? He had the airline ticket. There was... There was something down there. What do you mean there was something down there? He he dropped suddenly. And when I lurched forward to try to do something, there was this this face. It was it was pale, almost stark white. And it had like hollowed eyes, just this darkness. It's like two voids just staring up at me. And I've never seen anything like that before. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it could have been. But those those doors shut. And I, I have a feeling that whatever that was, it probably killed that man. Are you on your knees or on your butt? I'm on my butt. All right. I'm going to reach down and I'm going to pick you up to your feet and get us out of that room because I don't want that whole room floor <laughs> opening up on us so I'm going to grab you, shuffle you out, close the door behind us that happens shit why did he say Vega? I wonder if that was his cover? it was probably a cover name and then when he realized we were Delta Green then he gave us his actual name would be my guess um, is the door that we came through originally still there? Yes. Fingers crossed that it's not something different on the other side. Well, fingers crossed that it is. Oh, So true. that we have somewhere else to go. So yeah, I'm going to walk back over to that door, open it, and see if anything is different. Okay. You walk over to the door. Before you can grab the handle, the door opens. And you see tall, bulky, balding, Caucasian man. He's wearing a short sleeve button-down shirt and a Boston Red Sox windbreaker. And uh, he opens the door, he looks around, notes you, and he says, 27. And he closes the door and turns around. (laughs) Everybody's just so like, what the fuck? You want to follow him? Claudia, I want you to open the door, and as you're opening the door, I want you to, like, step behind it, and I have the shotgun raised so that if someone's on the other side, it's that's what they're going to get in their face. I'm not trusting nobody and nothing in this place. You got it. And so I do that. Okay, you open the door. You see the man, he's just... Dis- he- disappears down the hallway um he doesn't disappear down the hallway he walks a little ways down the hallway and then you see another door and he opens it up and he goes 28 and he walks through that one what is he counting he's counting doors let's go oh okay you want to follow him yep quickly make a sanity whoever's leading i'm leading with the gun
by 3% I passed. 4% by passed. That's a critical success. That's a critical, that's a 55, yeah. I, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Sorry, Kelly. Oh, you, no, 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 you guys. I forget You're about fine. those double digits. No, 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 it's, no, this is fine. However, you take one point of sanity or willpower, whichever you choose. Mm-hmm. And then you go to walk through the door. You open it up. And there's just a hotel room. And he's nowhere to be found. What does this hotel room look like? You open the door and before you can like really process, you know, actually, let's say that you, you haven't opened the door yet. You actually hear sounds before you open the door. All right. This will be fun. You hear the sounds of vigorous lovemaking. <laughs> Shoot your way through. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Trent, is that you? <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be vigorous. <laughs> listeners at home, Trent is a friend of ours. I'm sure you'll cut that out. No, I'm not. I'm leaving oh, okay, that in. You're leaving it in. Oh, okay. He doesn't Trent is a friend listen. of ours. He doesn't listen. <laughs> I'm going to let him know I put him in an episode. I'm just not going to tell him which one, so he has to listen to all of them. <laughs> you got to listen to all of it and leave us a five-star review. Or else. All right. So you 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 hear, like, I'm not going to do it unless you guys want to hear me just <laughs> making animal sounds. Just... <laughs> Did you do this specifically <clears throat> so I could put that sound clip in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> macaroni in a pot. Macaroni and macaroni salad. It's <laughs> not the not the sounds I want to hear. My kids listen to this podcast. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, your mom earmuffs. listens to it, Kevin. Earmuffs, Troy's kids. Earmuffs. Too late. Too late. Shit. <laughs> God. All right. That ain't gonna stop me from going in the door. Like right, so you, I, I don't care at this point. I just want to get out of here. In, you look. You don't see anybody but you see a bed and the bed is covered in blood and shards of metal. (laughs) Troy's reaction right now is so great. (laughs) (laughs) It was going to be vulgar and then (laughs) through blood and then sounds of vigorous lovemaking. So as you walk in, you survey the room, you're like, fucking Christ. You know? You look, and on the side table, you see a syringe and a cook kit for heroin, like a spoon. You see there's a rumpled up bedspread on the floor. Sorry. Um, so a bedspread. It's rumpled up on the floor. There's something in it. Oh, God. And... I'll look. Written on the wall in black ink or some kind of other icker. It just says, where is my bottle? Written in black. Probably written, what in, written in a hand. What did you do? What did you do? 
Okay. It's written in black? Yeah, an unidentifiable black ichor. Okay, I'm not touching that. It's either ink or something. So once again, I'm going to take a deep breath. Release it. And I'm going to say, keep that, keep that gun up. And I'm going to go start carefully moving the bedspread around. All right, you move it. You feel something very solid. Just thump, thump out. And it's two shotguns tucked beneath a bedspread. And you see a valise. You open it up. It's filled with $150,000 in D-Series 1933 bills. Those are also covered in blood. What the fuck is this place? Um, I need you and only you to make a sanity because this is from the violence that you're seeing. She is adapted to violence, so she's just like, oh, love blood. My favorite. Slurp, slurp. Lo- wait, love blood? <laughs> Lovers quarrel gone I bad. love blood. I totally passed that. All right. Uh, make a check on your... Make sure you make a check on your character sheet for violence. Because you could get adapted. Looking forward to it. All right. So... so oh, go ahead. This hotel room, does it mm-hmm. look... Does it have that old style... Yes. Okay. Does it look... Now that I've been on a stage and in like the fake scenes, does it look real to me or does it, does. it, it looks real? Is there a window to the outside that I can see? There is a window. Yes. Are there There's any... a window, but it doesn't look like it's to the outside. Or well, there's just a window with curtains drawn, is what I'm trying to say. Are is there are there any bee insignias anywhere? Bee insignias. Yeah. Um you don't see anything like that, I don't okay. think. So if I look out the window, is it like... A brick wall. It's just a brick... It's a window that shows a brick wall. Yes. Oh, fuck. Okay. Is there another door in this hotel room? No. There's a bathroom. I want to look under the bed. <laughs> so so fed up with this place. I am so fed up with this place. I am very, very frustrated. I'll go look in the bathroom. All right. You look in the bathroom... They didn't flush. No, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> they uh, left no, an no. upper decker. <laughs> no, nothing in the bathroom. Nothing in the bathroom. Okay. An old toothbrush. Um, and some old cologne. I'm going to look. Persian gentleman, it's called. I'm just making shit up. Okay. I was like, is that relevant? Do <laughs> I, I need to write I know, that down? I, I, I got to stop doing that because you, you guys take it for like, you're like, I got to take this cologne to the finest cologne maker and figure out if, which I've told you to do with other things. Like, make sure you guys pay attention. Um, I want to look under the bed. Okay. Didn't see anything under the bed. Now I want to check air vents. I've seen way too many movies where they hide shit in the air vents. Um... You don't see any air vents. Is it worth doing a search roll in this room, or is what we see up front I've, is I've what we get? I've told you everything. Okay. I have a 60 in search anyway. Yeah, you used that 60 to, to look around at the, the blood and everything and found the shotguns and stuff. Okay. If we get out of this place, can we burn it to the ground? Mm-hmm. 
Um, Claudia, grab one of the shotguns. We both need to have one in this place. I'm gonna grab both of them. Okay. And, and I guess I should ask, are you okay to use a firearm? Do you know what you're doing? With shotguns, it's really easy. They, it's point and shoot with those. Uh, yeah, I think. Clearly not. I think. <laughs> yeah, the other guy was, I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. He wore glasses and he didn't have them on, so. He wasn't playing his favorite song. <laughs> Gas mask disoriented him. Yeah with, yeah, with these type of weapons, it's point and shoot, but hang on, because it will, it can break your arm if you're not hanging on. Put it right into your shoulder. When I was a kid, I shot a 12-gauge shotgun, and I didn't do that, and I had a big bruise right on my shoulder from the kickback, just whacking my arm. Hang on tight. My coworker has a bunch of bruises on her shoulder from the machine gun the other day. Oh, yeah. Um. So, because there's nothing else to do, I think we should exit the room, go back into the hallway. And, um, yeah, sounds good. Sorry. Were you... Do you have a pen or a pencil? Yes. With your notebook? Yes, I do. As we close the door, can you write on the door 28? Yes. Where did that guy go? I have no... I've seen multiple people do that. They go... They turn a corner. I follow them. There's a wall. People are disappearing into rooms. Like, this place is fucked up. I... And I've been here for a hot minute, and I'm and I'm getting very very frustrated. But next time I see him, I'm gonna try to get his attention. Yeah. All right, walking down the or you turn around to go down the hallway, and you hear some footsteps coming towards you. I'm gonna raise my gun. Me too. And you see a young Caucasian man in dated clothing, perhaps 40s or 50s, rounds the corner. He's smiling and laughing. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah, you're right there. Starts walking down the hallway. Towards us? Yeah. And I'm going to say, don't take another step. He's like, <laughs> so what did you want to show me again? Who are you? He never stops. He just keeps walking. Who are you? I've never had one myself, but I've heard they're good. I don't think he can see us. And then he comes within a couple feet of you. Never stops walking. He's about ready to meet my boomstick. He doesn't even look at you. He doesn't see you at all. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take my finger off the trigger and reach out and see if the gun makes contact with him, the barrel. The gun goes through him. He is immaterial. I need you to make a sanity. Do I need to make one too? Yes. I'm fine. Me too. All right. So after seeing all, all the things that you've seen, you're like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so fucking figures. Well, and then as he walks, all of a sudden. His eyes start to bulge out, and he goes. His face starts to go purple, and all of a sudden, it's just like yank, and he goes up by his neck. He's like, you don't even see the rope 
but it pulls him up, and he's just dangling in front of you. That was I need you to take good I need sound you to effects. To um, make a sanity. Old. Mm-hmm. And he's kicking, kicking, twitching. Eighteen percent. Oh, you don't take it uh, from violence, so you're fine. Um, one Thank point God. of sanity for you. Do I get to check another violence? Uh, yes, you do. And he's just hanging there. Troy, you getting bored yet? It's <laughs> no. along for the ride, brother. It's probably pretty entertaining to see this all happening to them. At least it's not fucking me. I think we need to get out of here. Yeah, I'm I'm done with this place. We're going to head down the hallway in the direction he was coming. Okay. Leader makes a sanity. It's a fail. It's a fail. You don't lose any sanity. And you walk back toward that direction and you're confident that nothing has changed. Unlike all the other times, this time it feels different. You made it to where you wanted to go this time. She's so fucking suspicious of you right now. So do I run into a door? Do I find a door? You hear something. You see, like, you, you do see a door. And on the door, it's stenciled onto it is the word projection. And you hear, like, a clattering of some machine. I say, if we go into this door, we should go in with our eyes closed. Suddenly the door opens. You see a small woman. She steps out. She's wearing overalls. And then the the, the, the sound is amplified. Clack, 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 machine. Some projection room. And she steps out and uh, she grabs a cigarette, puts it in her mouth and fires it up. What do you do? Hey, you. And then it's so loud. She, she goes, she mimes like, she says, I can't hear you. She mimes it with her mouth. So I'm going to motion for her to come to me. And then she, she goes, she looks at her watch and she goes, and she throws up her hand. She's like, I can't, I can't. And then she walks the other direction, walks past you. Leaves the projection room door open. So we can either follow or go in. I want to go in. Okay. Inside this room, 
you see a giant projector, old style, and it's spitting blinding light through this tiny little window. It's very, very bright in here. You can't even see what's on the screen. If you want to look through the window, mm -hmm. it's very bright. You can't even see what's on the screen. It's so bright. You look down into the theater. It's not like, it's not the same theater that you were in. That was, this is a movie theater. The, the theater you were in is a stage theater. Right. And you look and it looks empty and then all of a sudden you see one figure just sitting at the very front. Who's looking through the window right now? I am. Okay. You see this lone figure and then it stands up turns around and it looks directly at the window. And it's wearing gold and silver, a robe of some sort, gold and silver, and then you see a mask, and then it brings its hand up, grabs the mask, lifts it up, and all of a sudden it's like, pop, bang, and the projector fizzes and just kind of blows up. Starts to just clank, 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 And then you see like a reel just hitting, spinning, and flapping the film over and over and over again. And then it, the room completely fills up with smoke. I need you to take, I need you to make a sanity from the unnatural. It's a fail. Okay. You see no way to enter this room. There's no way to get into this theater. You look down the hallway. You look into this room. There's no way. You don't know how to get in there. I know. I accidentally... Yeah. It was a one. One point of damage. <laughs> All these crazy random events. It's frustrating. I could... I can... The, I can sense the frustration is palpable in this room which is fine it's, a, it's not a bad thing for you guys to be frustrated I would be frustrated I'd be like fuck you Kevin just remember you have to live with me I have to live with me I'm sick of my shit <laughs> I'm sleeping on the couch okay fine I will so because the room is filling up with smoke I'm gonna turn and grab Claudia and get out of the room okay we obviously can't stay in there. Okay. So, I know this is hard to track. It's been a maze. It's mm -hmm. been a very much a maze. But it appears that there's another hallway that you missed. As you walked up, you were like, that hallway wasn't there. Now it's there. This sucks. Yep. But... There's another hallway. Go down the next hallway. Sanity. <laughs> Just her? The leader. I pass. She passed. As you walk down the hallway, 
find yourself, you know, like, the floor seems a little uneven. Why is this uneven? And then you find, you see you're, you're starting to, like, it's almost like the floor is starting to twist. Is this a fucking fun house? And you're walking and you're like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then all of a sudden your hand is just on the, the left wall. And you look back and you see the hallway you were just walking down is just twisted. This is oddly familiar. Do you want to keep going? Yeah. Okay. We should just make a run for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start running quickly at this point. Okay. So you start making your way. Your 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 hand was on the on the wall now, and then all of a sudden your feet are on the wall, and now it's you're you're crouched down, you know, kind of in this thinner hallway, and then it just keeps twisting and twisting, and so you you're now you're on the ceiling, and you're you're stepping over light fixtures that are just laying there, and then you keep going, you keep going. Are you guys holding hands, making sure each other, or did you just run and leave her behind? I just assume that she was I'm following like, her yeah. she's following like yeah. because I'm leading mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I think the assumption is she's just gonna keep pace with me at this point you weren't like see ya no <laughs> good no. luck sucker um and then eventually you're you're you just keep walking and then it starts to twist back the other way again and then you end up upright you're at the end of this this room is a little bit bigger. There's multiple doors. Let's start kicking them in. It's pretty much where I'm at. We're just going to start opening Before doors. you can kick in the door, one of the doors just busts open. You see two people run across, run across this room. Who are you? And then followed by someone following them. Then you hear two shotgun blasts. And the two figures are gunned down in front of you. Wham! And they hit the ground and slide a little bit. Just all of a sudden red just flowing out of them. Do we see the figures that just shot them? You see the solitary figure, yes. Does it have a gas mask on? Indeed it does. Does it seem to be aware that we're there? In that split second, not really. This might be Marcus this time, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck either. Um, yeah, I think right now we can't tell who is actually real and who's a ghost since we just saw a ghost. So, yeah. I'm going to raise my... My shotgun, not at Claudia, just in case he acknowledges and he, like, if, if he makes it aware, like, if he turns in our direction and, and stops, obviously we can't see his eyes, but if he makes any kind of movement that he's aware that we're there, I want us to be ready. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you see him and he's patting his clothes, he's, and then he grabs his shotgun and he checks, opens it up, looks in it seems to see that it's empty and then just discards the shotgun and then when you what did you do did you want to walk closer at all nope nope 
and the figure walks over to the bodies and starts, you know, looking at them and moving their clothes around and things like that. We're just going to stay silent with the guns on him. Again, we have no idea what's real and what's not right now. Okay. Let's just crouch down, grabs some wallets, opens them up, opens up each of their wallets, looks at it for a second. What do you do? I'm just going to watch him search the bodies and see what he does next. And then tosses the wallets down, the bodies, and then looks up, and his gaze reaches yours. What do you do? If you hear me and you see me, you do not move towards me, or we will both shoot you. And if you can hear me, you need to take off that mask. And stands there and stares at you for a second. Doesn't do anything. I'm about ready to blow off a knee. You feeling lucky? And you hear. Help me. Help you? Help me. Take off the mask. Help me. On your knees. He falls to his knees. Hands up. Hands up. Help me. I'll go take it off if you want to keep a gun on him. So I'm going to put the shotgun down and pull out my 9mm because if I have to shoot him, I don't want you getting hit with the spray. So I'm going to move kind of like in a half circle around him so that if I'm shooting him, I have a clear shot to him and I'm not going to hit Claudia. So I'm going to move with my 9mm drawn and let her go up to him. Okay. And I will... I will begin to take off the mask. You take off the mask. And once it's off, I'm going to back up. You see... a neck brace and your old pal Marcus on his knees in a trench coat sweating what the fuck are you doing that's a great question is he like there there like is it funk brain function, everything, like, is he there? Does he recognize us? He sees you, and he recognizes you, and then I think, and I'm not going to play your character for you, he just starts weeping, crying. He's 
and not in like a like a how dare you do that to my character but relieved why did you who are those two I I I I have no idea you killed them where where are we Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't trust anything in this space, right? I, I just, I, I don't. He, he looks like he's incredibly dehydrated. He looks like he's got like, like the white stuff in the corners of his mouth. His, his eyes are sunken in. He's got dark circles. He looks exhausted. He's sweaty. Okay. I'm going to walk up to him so that I'm I'm facing him and I'm still have my gun drawn but it's not like pointing at him anymore and I'm going to say just for verification what's your name Marcus What year is it 1995 What agency hired us Delta Green And you have no memory of how you got here or got into that mask. I know how I got into the mask, but I don't know why we're here. How did you get into that mask, Marcus? I was in a bookstore looking at some books. Uh, just kind of caught my eye. Uh, I went in the bookstore. There was a creepy owner. He said that there was going to be a book there that spoke to me. I met this guy uh, in a in a store really fancy suit, looked really out of place, and, uh, while searching through the books, it, there was crates, and I opened the crates, there was, a uh, trench coat, and sh- shotguns, and, and a mask. And, and the mask had the, had the symbol listed on it. So, did you drop the mask? Or do you still have it in your hand? I threw it on the ground. I'm going to go over and stomp the glasses. As soon as he says that the sign was in it, I'm going to go over and stomp the shit out of those. Stomp the shit out of what? The The mask. The mask. mm, Trying to mm -hmm. break the glass Mm -hmm. in it, like... While she's doing that, Veronica, Claudia is going to say believe it or not which it's really really hard to believe but we're in the McAllister building right now how did I get into the McAllister building I, I don't know that that we don't know but there's been things that we couldn't possibly explain things that are not natural that have been happening then Marcus you, you wince as all of a sudden you get a flashback of you just kicking doors down and just blowing people away. Boom, boom. And then kicking down more doors, going through another door, running through these hallways, just pursuing anybody who you see, and then just blowing them away. Okay. Um, do you want me to tell you what happened to you mechanically with your hit sure. points and whatnot? You're down to four hit points. And you only have one willpower. 
I'm gonna have to carry him out of here. He can walk. He's just. I know, in rough but shape. he's gonna be. Yeah, we're gonna have to help him. Um, <sighs> yeah, your neck brace is dirty. It's like yellowed, you know. <laughs> he, he, yeah. So he's he's not aged at all, right? No. And I'm gonna tell him, you know, you're really lucky because somebody dressed just like you tried to kill us, and Ness got to him first, and you'll never guess who was behind that mask. Was he like an older guy? I, th I think his name was Bob. That's the last place I was at. It was an older guy, but it was somebody that we know. It was this older version of Agent Marcus the Handler. What do you mean, older version? Gray hair, gray beard, wrinkly. He was an older version of who we have met. That doesn't make any sense. It it doesn't, but I think we can go over all of this later. We need to get out of here. I'm going to holster my weapon. I'm going to go over to Marcus, reach out my hand. Can you stand? Yeah. Yeah, I can stand. Okay, I'm going to help pull you to your feet instead of you. Why don't you just stand here for a second? How many doors are in this room? Five doors. <laughs> I'm going to well, pick up... Is that including the one that he blasted through? Uh, yeah, it's five total doors. You came out of one and he came out of the other. So there's only three other doors. Okay, can you take your pencil or pen, whatever, mark the door that we came through and the one he came through? Because if it does any kind of spinning, crazy shit, I want to know which door is which. Yeah, and I'm going to take my pen and do that. Do I recall any, like... Specifically, do I remember other, other than like the flashbacks of ultraviolence? Uh, do I remember like kind of the way through? Um, you don't. And you were you were randomly just lurking through these hallways and doorways. Okay, and then like mechanically. Am I adapted to violence now if I'm murdering multiple people? Um, yeah, so why don't you, um, did, were, were you, you weren't adapted to violence before, were you? No. Okay. I was, um, one check on yeah, violence. Yeah, you're now adapted. Okay. And what about helplessness? <laughs> if I can't, <laughs> if I can't take this mask off. Um, why don't you go ahead and make a sanity for, for your realizations? Uh, I got a 14. That's a pass. That's a pass? Okay. All right, you're going to take four points of sanity damage with your pass, even. Because that was a lot that you just flickered, flashbacked. You were like... Am I now adapted to violence because I just watched him murder two people? So you look... Are they gone? You look down. Those two people that were murdered... You realize that all that blood that you saw is tissue paper flying out of their body. Two marionettes gunned down. Oh, I'm so sick of those goddamn 
and you see the wallets that he saw and threw down. I'm going to look at those. Okay. You see older New York identity cards for an Eric K. Carter from 1953 and Ronald Burbach, Burbach from 1955. As well as you see money, bus passes, and other items, maybe a watch, a pocket watch, something like that. Um, you know, maybe tickets to a baseball game, something like that. Just other items from that period of time. Um, but the wallet and all the papers, they look new. 1953 and uh, 1955, that's their ID cards. Should um, I take? Should I think it's just coincidence that one of them has the same last name as me? Or since Carter is a pretty popular, like, it's... Oh, yeah, I mean, it could be anything. What Um, was the second name? uh, Ronald Burbach. B-U-R-B-A-C-H. And then I need you to make a sanity. While she's making her sanity. all of you, I guess, if you guys are all, like, realizing this. Do I still have the items that I had with me at the... The two books? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they're in your pocket. Don't you show them to us. You're not going to see shit. Uh, critical fail. And then you show them to us. <laughs> I pass. Um, you I just take pass. one point of sanity. And you guys don't take any. You're like, oh yeah, normal for this place. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a lot of marionettes, so like... It... <laughs> I think Ness has just about had it with this place. So I'm going to go and pick up my shotgun, and I'm going to go to one of the three doors that's left, because we came through one, he came through one. I'm just going to pick a door at random and open it, see what's on the other side. And I'm going to pick another one and do the same. Okay. Oh, I had a critical success. Shit, it's 44. Okay. Yeah, you didn't take any sanity. If anything, I should gain some. If only it worked that way. <clears throat> so, um, before you can go ahead and just start opening doors like crazy, from one of the doors, you hear, like, whistling. And you hear the sound of keys just jangling as they go into the lock. Tinkle, 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 tinkle. And then the door unlocks in front of, uh, near you. And the door opens. You see an older man. He's wearing thick glasses. He's bald, maybe 70s. He's got a big key ring on his belt. And he says, Who are all you people? I've never seen you before. Yeah, about that. We kind of got tossed into this place randomly. We are trying to find our way out. If you could be so kind as to help us, we would appreciate that. Ah. Also, what's your name? Oh, my name. You would like to know my name. 
My name is Henri de Calvados Castain. Nice to meet you. I am the night manager. Sir, I have to say, it is a relief and an honor to meet you. This is going to sound very odd. We are from the year 1995. We came, most of us came through this place via the the McAllister building in New York City. Is there any possible way you could get us out of here? Before you respond to that... Am I standing next to you? I pulled you to your feet when you were still in the middle of the room, and I kind of, like, steadied you, like, stay here. And I went to go open a door, and he opened it. Okay, I want to... you're probably behind me at this point. As she's talking to him, I want to walk up next to her and grab her gun. Okay. Do I get it? Um, I think that's going to kind of be up to me. Uh, so make a stealth. Are you trying to reach for one of my nine millimeters? Because they're both holstered in, under me. I have a shotgun in my hand right now. I was reaching for a nine millimeter. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to be stealthy. I'm not, I'm not Sweetheart, like... Sweetheart, you, you can just ask at this point. I, I am going up and trying to grab one. I'm not trying to be stealthy. I'm going to force my way up there and try and grab one of your nine millimeters. Is my intention. So do I need to roll a stealth, or do we need to have a contested roll? Um, I think it would be. Um, I'm not going to stop you. Your stealth roll against her alertness, but if she's like, take it. Yeah, I'm not going to stop you. My only comment to you was, you could have asked, and I'm going to open up my side jacket and let you take one, because in this place, the more armed, the better. So, yeah, I'm just going to kind of be snarky with, you could have just asked, and I'm going to open up my jacket and let you take one. My only problem is, I suspect you've hit your breaking point. I'm going to grab the gun, push the barrel of it to his forehead, and tell him, get me the fuck out of here. Listen here, big shot. You're closer than you think. What is this place? Where are we? Welcome to the night floors. What does that even mean? Mm. Still has this gun to his head. He's not shocked at all. He's not scared. He's just like, oh, what do I say? Um... They only come out at night. I don't know about y'all, but that makes a lot of sense with how I got here. Marcus, can you quit? He's obviously going to help us get out of here, right, sir? Yeah, sure. Marcus, can you... I know you're tired and exhausted. Can you just lower your weapon? This kind gentleman is going to help us get out of here. I've been here for a very long time. I'm very tired. Sir, can you just get us out of here, please? Sure. As soon as uh, this cowboy puts away his gun. Give me the keys. Marcus. Uh, I I apologize. You cannot have my keys. I don't... Then I'll get lost. Listen here. 
You go through that door right there. Did you notice that it says smoking lounge right there? Marcus, that's our way out. That's Turn how... around. Walk to the door. Okie dorsky. I'm going to keep the gun to the back of your head, and I want you to walk to the door and open it. To the smoking lounge? Yeah. I've been here. Okay. These American cowboys. I'm sorry about this, sir. Marcus, this is how Veronica got here. This is our exit. And, Claudia. Uh, he he sorry, Claudia. fishes through his keys, and he's just like, the American cowboys, Mr. Uh, John Wayne. Uh, and he puts his key through, and he opens it. See? Smoking clownch. And you hear, like, the old, old-timey old music playing. Do I see Roger in there? Uh, it's you can't really see who's in there, but you okay. hear music, and then you see like smoke. It smells like cigarette smoke, and cigars and stuff. Cigar. Claudia, is this this the, this is it? This is where I came through. I'm gonna push him to the side and walk through. Sir, sir, I'm I'm sorry, and I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go in between us, and I'm gonna close the door. Thank you, thank you again. Okay, well, um, good luck. I hope you all find your bottle. Throws the, closes the door. I'm going to flip around. I'm going to go open the door again. You open the door. Just a brick wall. Bottle. What the hell is with this bottle that keeps coming up? I see a painting of it. Or a picture you of it. You saw a painting? Or a picture of it. And it had... Where? And she's going to stop talking. She's like, let's get out of here first. Where did you see the picture of the bottle? Marcus, we need to get out of this place Where first. did you see the picture of the bottle? It's gone. What do you mean it's gone? Pictures just don't disappear. It did. They do in that place, Marcus. Every time you turn around, doors disappear. People disappear. That place, every time I you... I want to get somewhere safe, and I'll show you what I wrote down what, from what, it. What the fuck ever. I want to find the next door to get out of here. Yeah, so it's, you see there's a smoking lounge, you see people, there's, you know, just like I described earlier, I won't describe it again. And as you walk by the smell of cigarettes and cigar, you get a sudden flashback to when you were laying in that bed. A person was leaning over you, you could smell cigarette smoke on his breath. That took you back to that moment, and he said, Remember, you have to seek the whisper labyrinth. That's how you find your bottle. Don't forget. Don't forget, my friend. So now go forth, and in your bottle find your truth. Fade to black. We'll find out what happens next time on Doom Vision. Hey there, Doomers. If you like what we put out every week and want more behind-the-scenes content, follow us on our socials at Doom Vision Podcast on Instagram, Doom Vision Pod on Twitter, at Doom Vision Podcast on TikTok, and give us a search on Facebook under Doom Vision Podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, be it Apple or Spotify, and leave us a review. Thank you. We appreciate you, and we hope you're enjoying the Doom Vision Podcast.